the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who've been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. Brett Taylor is here. So that is at least we've got one part of our trifecta. Uh, Hello. Leachy, I am the only constant and reliable one in this team of three, of which we have two missing people. I know. Leachy on this side of the desk. We have no Xavier Ellis, and we know that he's over east this week. Of course. We have no Mickey Barlow, and there's some strange circumstances as to why. I mean, he... Has cracked it from last week. Dave was bullying him. The whole talk about his nose and yes. how he how he gets to the end of the twenty percent of a yeah, coffee cup. He thought, right. nope. Had you know what? I've had enough. Yeah. I'm going to have the week off. Yeah, and he's done it on a week where Dave's not even here, so I that's know. frustrating. Exactly. But you know what? We've gone to a big heavy hitter. We have. We've gone to a friend of the show who during the week has had one of the best sort of seven or eight days known to mankind. Greg Hire, very good morning. Well, yeah, walking down the road and I saw the lighthouse b- lights beaming, <laughs> warning signs, Brittany Taylor's just running around. And the forgot. SOS, well, he just that me symbol. Out. So I always help. Uh, I love being here. So, yes, it's been an incredible week, which I'm sure we'll touch into. But, we will. Uh, Congratulations, yeah, first and foremost. We'll talk about it a little bit more after this, but what a week it has been for you. The great news is we've been joined by Grumpy Greg Hire this morning. <laughs> and, well, there's, there's a bit of social media going around. Yeah. Someone I follow who's part of your team. Oh, Travi Dernan. Yeah, yeah Travi Dernan, who uh, just seems to just throw out the Grumpy Greg Hire. thing is, I can't. Not back that up. I am a very grumpy guy on the basketball court. And as I get older, I get more grumpy. Hey, you can't be grumpy this week, though. <laughs> no. It's been a massive week. Huge week. Wagstaff going to the reverse. And that is it. New Zealand fall. They take silver. But the Aussies go back to back like a 90s photo. <laughs> they are gold medalists at the Asia Cup yet again. So Greg Hire, part of the team for the Asia Cup three-on-three basketball. Now, were you a late call-up? Yeah, I uh, I wasn't selected initially. It's been the last two weeks have been a roller coaster. Okay, like take even. us through it. Yeah, two. We've had a camp. Well, we've had two camps over the last three months, and basically, uh, Asia Cup was coming up, which is in our landscape the biggest thing because then we get an automatic qualifier for the World Cup mm-hmm. next year, best countries in the world. But the Commonwealth Games are three weeks afterwards, and so everything was trying to prepare for that. So two weeks ago, I had the best camp, two days of camp of my life. I literally was. And I struggle with a, lot, a little bit of self-confidence, and so I'm, I'm very tough on myself. So I, but I called my wife after the second session and said, I'm in. There is no chance they're not taking me. I, I reckon I would have been caught up from the Wildcats if they had seen me play. Like you were I was, on. I was feeling good. Yeah. And um, so only two hours later, walk into an office and be like, mate, we're just going to go off a new team, change a few things. <laughs> I was gutted. I, we drove straight to, um, didn't say a word in the car, Jesse Wake staff, he was alongside me oh. for the training camp, didn't say a word from for three hours. Got in a lounge, ordered two beers straight away, finished them quick, ordered two <laughs> yep. Jackson Cokes, doubles up, like, <laughs> not uh, drinking responsibly. Responsibly, but yeah. I was just like, and and for, for a day, I was just like gutted. Head coach called me the next day and sort of was like, look, man, I, I, I do want you in this Commonwealth Games team. Stay ready. You still just don't know. And to only get a call up on Wednesday morning, I, I got a text message, call me ASAP, and I was like, something's on what here. What were you mm. thinking at that point? When you say, call me ASAP? Mm. Well, I knew straight away because I was like, what? It's 5.30 you know, our time. Like, um, something's happened here and the weird world we live in. And one of the guys that had been selected got COVID. So it was, oh, had geez. to do a PCR test um, to get that on. And I was like, Went into work the next day. It would have been the worst employee because all day I'm like, am I going? Am I not? Am oh, I going? Wow. So it was that whole experience to then, yeah, like um, you're obviously nervous because you're like, wow, I've been brought up. There's a lot of 
pressure on that. Um, and then, yeah, we win five games and we hadn't played on the international circuit for, um, you know, since 2019, we saw New Zealand doing really well. They went to World Cup. China, brand new team. They were awesome um, to then win a gold and, yeah, the celebrations were, were were nice. We didn't we didn't get home till about five in the morning, um, <laughs> and so yeah, you, you sort of rock up in the lobby. I'm talking to everyone, and then the head coach then goes, "Yeah, go." I'm sitting on a table, and he goes, "Mate, um, I want to take you to the Commonwealth Games." And that's I was just crazy. waiting for, and I was like, "And?" And he's like, "No, no, <laughs> no, no, that's it. You're Full in. stop." That was just amazing to then come home two days later, and I remember I didn't see it official. Like I was like until I receive a letter it's or like, I am going to the yeah, an email, games. and it was then I, I got like a three um, emails come through, sign this, sign this, sign this, and I just burst official. out crying in the ah. office, like literally closed my door, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Like this is, um, you know, to play Australia at any level is incredible. Um, I, I know they, there's talk about um, the Commonwealth Games losing its luster a little bit. You, like I said this to my wife last night. I'm like, I'm a Commonwealth Games athlete. Like mm-hmm. that is nuts. That's cool. Um, you know, three years ago, this was a pipe dream. When I started playing, I was like, oh, I swear I get to play a little bit more whilst I'm retired from the Wildcats. I can travel around the world and, and have a, you know have these junkets and enjoy myself. To now going, geez, like this Thank is your country. yeah, absolutely. Like I'm I'm, I'm going to be waving a little t- tiny flag, yeah. um, walking. In what the do the kids summer. think? Do they understand the enormity of a Commonwealth yeah, Games? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, not really. I mean, we've been it's and that's been a roller coaster. To um, we've, we were arranging flights. We uh, I've sold my kidney to make sure that the family can come <laughs> uh, come along. But um, now there's no tickets for the three x three games. Like I've looked for oh, the last because it's two so days. popular. Well, yeah, and it's. It's not a grand. It's not a stadium sport, right? So, like, they put up makeshift, um, you know, grandstands, and because obviously it's only two weeks away, and so now we're like on the borderline of. I've told my kids like, "Hey, you're going on planes." My son's like, "This is sick!" Like six planes. You need and, to find seats. Oh, I've been like for the last two two days. Like, even, oh, it's been crazy. So I'm surprised the team themselves, like the Australian yeah, that's team, what, that's where my my email went this morning. Yeah, I mean, was, I like, mean there's only on. three of you. It's not nah, as though absolutely. But you just it's even like the Commonwealth Games. I mean, we've you would have seen in the media this week. Like, we're not allowed to go cheer on um, other sports yeah. and athletes okay. and, and COVID, and so. If it was a home um, Commonwealth Games, I'd imagine that would be mm. a plethora of, of availability. But yeah, so it's some some very stressful times. My wife's messaging times. me; she's like, "Because we've literally gone and I told the kids they're going to Disneyland because we're going <laughs> to duck off to Paris after the game." Hey, don't worry, you, you go. I they know. won't care if they've nah, missed a seat at the Commonwealth Games if they <laughs> exactly can go to Disney. Right. Can exactly. we just talk? What is three on three basketball? Because I was watching some Vision last night. Mm. It's it's basketball, but it's not as we nah, know. Nah, it. it's on steroids, really. Right, like it's the physicality. It's still obviously you've got to put a ball in the hoop, but it's ten minutes or twenty one points. So. Physicality is on an, another level. You got to think if it's comparing it to it's a big bash of cricket. They wanted to make something really quick. So just really half exciting. court. Half court. Yep. Yeah. Um, every time. And three a, on three, correct. as it would yeah, sound. With one sub, and you're subbing every time because you're yep. just exhausted. But same rules. They allow a lot to go away, like physicality wise, and um, not fouls. Like obviously, you can't blatantly hurt someone, but. Um, it's the same. You still got to put the ball in the hoop, but you've got to change it across every single time. So it's quick, like it is. Yeah. And I think that's why I love it. It's whilst it's not the it's your traditional sport that you grew up loving. Mm. It's a lot. You you know, in five on five, I can stand in the corner and be successful. Like I might not touch the ball for for eight possessions. This you have to contribute because there's three guys, small court. You're tired. Like it's a lot of one on one. It you're feels on like a schoolyard. It, it, yeah. it absolutely is, and I think that's where the 
the the love for me is going. I'm like, this is how I grew up playing. Yeah. Like there was no your coaches and I. I'm actually speak to you during the game, which is nice. Your yeah. it's, it's your own merit. Wow. Like, you know, usually you get subbed off after getting to it, and the coach is grilling you. Um, <laughs> like here, yeah, you're sort of like on your own. So it's a lot of your own coaching. Now, is there fun. a nickname for the team? Yeah, uh, it's funny. We've been because we haven't had a name like you've got the Boomers, yep. you've got the Opals, oh, and then yeah. what so are then you? they all no, we don't like. And so three years ago, I was like, oh, let's let's just be because we are a bit different. Guys. So I was like, oh, let's be the Galars, and they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, the bloody Galars. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's awesome. only this year uh, Daniel Johnson's sort of working on a name, but we okay. still don't even know. Because so. I feel like from based on the commentary that we've heard during mm. the three oh. on three, you guys could be called the Dinosaurs. Your old team. This is like <laughs> playing against your your uncles who are still in shape at the Barbie. This is what this Australian team is. I told you. These guys, they average 30-something years old. These are dads. You know, these are family men, husbands. These dudes are in the backyard with leather slippers on and a spatula cooking steak. But they also happen to be damn good 3x3 players. That they do. Exactly right. So we're going to go for the Aussie dad bods. I think. The Aussie dads. I'm all about it. I love that uh, even our average age. Jesse's 36, I'm 34, turning 35, and DJ's, yeah, 33. And Grandpa's. Mate, it's we were. I saw social media. It's like, is this three x three or three x three masters? And um, <laughs> it's funny. We watch China. They're like eighteen to twenty one year olds, and sort of like to hear that. And that's the humour of it. It's not a serious, like it's a serious sport. But to be, yeah, you it got leather sandals on and, and yeah. cooking a steak. I'm like, I actually do. Like, yeah, I, you're like, yeah, I do. That, that is that is me. I'll well, embrace that for. Congratulations, because Thanks, not yeah. only the Asia Cup, but also going to the Com Games. It's a huge week. So Appreciate good it. to have you here with us this morning. Overnight, second round of the Golfer, the Open Championships in uh, St Andrews, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Aussie's doing quite well. Cam Smith's on top, mm. and Adam Scott's going quite well. Um, I must admit, I tried to watch a bit of. Friday night footy last night. The game was absolute shizen. And so I skipped away and I was like, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, got to watch him because this could be the last time he plays golf full stop. Mm -hmm. And he got an absolute rousing reception from everybody after he finished his last round last night. Just the closing four for Tiger Woods, 78 and 75. But that is not going to stop the rapturous applause. That went, that went for a good minute, minute and a half. Um, going down the last 18, he was in tears at mm. times. It was very, very special. But I know that, you know, I don't follow golf too much. I follow it on on and off. You, Greg, play a little bit here or there or follow oh, it? I wish I could play. It's a sport that's great for networking, but I am yes. <laughs> commenting on it. I am shy as an as well. <laughs> this word's going to be a common nah. theme, I think, this morning. Yes. Well. I've stayed up a few too many times this week between trying to stay up to watch Artorias, yes. to stay up and watch Curios. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stay up and be watching the Tough. Open. And so Tough. when I went to bed, Cam Smith was leading and mm-hmm. I men- messaged my brother, 6.18 this morning. Lockie, this is Lockie, yep. I said, Lockie, summation of what's happening in the golf. Tiger was Scheisenhausen, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And my brother works at the stable. It would have been up at 3.30. Yeah. And so he sent me an audio message. You can hear the, oh. the horse walker going in the background. You can hear him putting halters on. Here's what he sent. Hey, guys. Lucky Taylor here for a summation <laughs> of the Open Championship here at St. Andrews. Um, yeah, it was ass, but yeah. Players that played in the afternoon on round one were severely disadvantaged because 
the wind was really bad. Yesterday the weather was good all day, so it didn't matter at all. Um, but yeah, he played, he can't walk. Literally, he was limping the whole time. Yeah, I've got to give him a tick on that. Like, he's, he's 100%. Can you hear the of the horse in the background there? <laughs> there? There's a few things I love. I love how he dropped the accent quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it no, this isn't working for me. <laughs> and, and what accent was that meant to be? I feel like it was an American. Yeah, absolutely. Why was he doing American? It was, it's a Scottish event. Like, I would have thought Trump, matter, though. That, that could have gone terribly absolutely. if he'd gone with that. Anyway, he continued on with his analysis. Uh, but anyway, the important thing is is that Cameron Smith, who is an Australian, is in the lead yes. and playing unbelievable. Yes. Um, Rory McIlroy's second favourite. He's playing unreal as well. They're the two at this stage that look hardest to beat. Um, and another general comment, which will make you sound smart, is that the course <laughs> is playing really hard. So a lot of... 350-yard par fours are drivable, hence why it's so low scoring and so easy for them. <laughs> Another thing that will make you sound smart. <laughs> he did. He sounds... Don't say you didn't ridiculous. look after me. But I love the fact that he's obviously thinking, oh, this is information that you're going to be able to talk about on air. Yeah. And you've gone, nah, stuff this, I'll just put you to air. Yeah, no yeah. problem. There's no point me coming in here and trying to pretend like I've watched it all night, so we'll just start put him straight to air. The joy of radio. You just fake it till you make it. That's exactly. how it works. That's yeah, what I've been well, doing for 15 years. Well, it's a fast course, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's here, up, and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Oh. Here we go. It uh, Let's go it's to Safety Bay where Jezza is. Hey, Jezza. Hey, mate. How you going? Going great guns. Uh, who do you support? I'm a Freo supporter. Oh, Freo supporter. Now, you've got to, because you were the first of our callers, you've got the choice here of taking on the Queen of the Turf, uh, the, the woman that's going to be sitting alongside Eddie Maguire as the kingpin of the Melbourne Cup coverage on Channel 10 in November, Brick Taylor. Or you can choose a man who just recently won the uh, three-on-three basketball FIBA Asia Cup pretty much by himself, and he's going to the Commonwealth Games, Greg Hire. Who would you like to choose? I'll go the big Greg Hyatt. Oh, oh, thank you. There we go. Thanks, Jezza. Big dog. Love that. And then <laughs> we go to Vinny in Belmont. Hi, Vinny. Hello. Hey, uh, that's going to leave you with Britt Taylor, but I'm going to tell you now, I don't think that's a bad uh, per- person to have for this, Vinny. Okay. Uh, are you a West Coast Frio supporter? Any of those? Yeah. The, the Frio and West Coast. Oh, okay. Both. Preference? Yes. like me. I don't mind going for both of them. Yeah, okay. I'm an Eagles yeah. supporter, but uh, this year, yeah. well and truly on the Frio bandwagon. You've got, you've got a preference, Vinny? Jump yeah. off the bandwagon. You can. Wow. WA first. Okay. Vinny, you got a preference? Um, probably, probably the Dockers. Yeah, yeah probably the Dockers. Because they're winning. This year it had to be the Dockers. They're winning, so that's fine. So here's how it works. Now, Jezza and Vinny... I would be prepared. You might get called upon mm. by these two, but uh, see how we go because I'm going to give both Britt and Greg five AFL players and they're going to have to get as close to the mark on how many games they have played in their careers. And today we're talking all Brownlow medal winners. Okay. So I've gone yep. for heavy hitters here, guys. Okay. So okay. I think you should be okay. Number one, playing from 2002 to 2016, a premiership player, five-time All-Australian, runner-up of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and winner of the Brownlow Medal in 2011, Dane Swan. Brent Taylor, you're going to go first uh, here. No, Greg can start. No, Brent's going to go first. No, I've, I've decided Brent's going first. Um, Cheapest. <laughs> My game. 
Okay. Dane Swan. Yeah, Dane Swan. Uh, Tatted up everywhere. Very funny on Twitter. Very funny. It's about all, like, you know how the boys usually have some sort of anecdote yeah. about one time they partied with them or this yeah. or that. Yes. You saw him on I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Saw him on I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. Very humorous content on Twitter. Yes. Um, let's go 260. <laughs> okay, 264. Brick Bragg, higher? Yeah, I would go 214. 214 going much lower. Well, I can tell you... 258. Brit Taylor. Well done. Brit Taylor, if you don't mind. I apologise, Jezza. That was way off. (laughs) Should have picked me, Jezza. Vinny, looking good. That's what you get for going for the Commonwealth game. Hey, stars. Hey, finish. We know this, Brit. The race is. All right. Number two. I'm on a roll. Let's go. Vinny's one up. Brit's one up. Number two. (laughs) Into his 13th season, a three-time All-Australian, boarded at Aquinas College. Frio captain since 2017, has acquired a main set of guns in the last 12 months, and two-time Brownlow medalist, Nat Fife. Well, he's had a few injuries. So yes. Jeez, and I haven't seen any milestone games. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Okay, I'm going to go... Anytime, ready. 204. 204, okay. okay. You don't call 200 a milestone? You don't celebrate that? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's very silly of um, me, but... Oh. I'm going to go 210. And that was genuinely what was in my mind straight off. Okay. Well, someone is extremely close. In fact, you're both extremely close. It is 206. Great. (laughs) I should have just played the unders overs. Wow. We don't do that. We play an honest game here. I thought you two were going to be struggling here. (laughs) We're we're still free to go, Leechy. Let's not put the card on the Google can do some amazing things. Hey, away from that. (laughs) I haven't looked up anything. Jezza won. Vinny won. Greg won, Brett won. When can we handball to Jezza? Anytime? You've Any got time. one. I want to, one, but I don't think we I think so far we're going well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, stuff it. Who cares? Number three. <laughs> starting, yeah, Vinny's like, no, don't pass it to me, please. <laughs> starting at Sydney from 2012, moving to Hawthorne in 2017. Averaged 35 disposals in the 2018 season while winning the Brownlow medal that year. Tom Mitchell. Ooh. Brett Taylor. Tom Mitchell. Okay. Oh, there's a pensive look on Britt Taylor's face here. Anytime you're ready with a number, it'd be good. 250. 250? Jez, I'm going to go a few because I. this is a critical one. If we win, we're in the lead. And <laughs> just Tom Mitchell's missed two, three years with uh, injuries at the last uh, couple of years. So. I, I've overshot it. Yeah. Right. So you're thinking Jez needs to help yeah, you out Yeah, Jez, help me out here, brother. I was thinking around a 262. Oh, okay. Ooh. 262. It sounds okay. very specific. Yeah. Does, are you going to go with that? Yeah. Oh, it's his guess. Uh, I'm going if, if we lose, it's your fault, mate. So He's had time to Google it. No, 262. Go ahead. Don't trust Jezza ever again. Britt Taylor gets it. What was the actual? 165. I, thought, see, oh, I said yes. two, three injuries. Yeah. yeah. I had know. a stress fracture, broken leg. And why didn't... Uh, oh, look, I'll, I'll go, I want to incorporate everyone. I'll bring us home. Don't worry, mate. All good. All good. <laughs> Okay, Britt and Vinny, you're 2-1 up. Vinny, you could be going to the footy tonight. You're one away. Number four, played his junior footy in Echuca. Mad fan of Carlton's Andrew Walker as a kid. Used to ring up 3AW and was like asking for Andrew Walker's stats. What's his star sign? Sagittarius. I didn't get that. He's a vegan. Uh, But joined Port Adelaide in 2013. Polled 36 votes when winning last year's Brownlow medal. Ollie Wines. Ooh. That's my... Yeah, this is you. Don't stuff Um, this up. Yeah, no, no, I'll go 188. 188 for Greg Hire. 194. 194 for Britt Taylor to try and win it all, ladies and gentlemen. Britt Taylor is your winner. Yes! 197. 
Oh, and hey, what uh, was the last one? Just uh, yeah. Holly Wines, by the way, is a Liberan. Oh. So there you go. Uh, really glad apologies. we know that today. I'll, I'll get to our other one, but Vinny, you are off to the footy tonight. Congratulations. Vinny. Off to go see well Freo done. Sydney. Thanks so much. Uh, You're so welcome, Vinny, and that's what you get, Jezza, for not picking me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brett. Jezza, I'm sorry about that, mate, but thank you very much for calling up. The other one that we had, by the way, uh, just so we can finish it off, uh, was uh, Jay Snackamanis. No. Yeah, uh, that would have been a lot. Yeah, two two seventy two. Two seventy two. Did you play three hundred? Yeah, it would have been about. Yeah. Yeah. He played I own bulldogs. He, I thought he Brisbane. played three hundred. Yeah. Three twenty five. He oh. played. So Brick yeah, Taylor would have won fire. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you were afraid about there, Brick Taylor. I'll oh, give Jer, uh, Jezza the like Liam Gallagher tickets. Oh, Jezza! <laughs> we could just be giving things away yeah, from yeah, the prize cupboard, Greg. Jezza, do you want to go see Liam Gallagher playing HBS Stadium in a couple of weeks? I'd love to. Oh, yes! Go on, there you Wait go. In the morning. Oh, we've made people happy yes. today. That's good. I like your form there, Greg Hoyer. Oprah in yeah, the well, studio. Okay, thank you. Everybody wins. <laughs> you town Toyota, you get a car. No, you get a car. Oh, now, let's... That, that might be pushing the friendship. We'll see how we go. <laughs> and Greg Hire has stepped in, who has had the, the most whirlwind sort of couple of weeks. And Four it's only going to get madder from here. Yeah, I've uh, come back down to earth. I've only been humbled. I had Commonwealth Games, now loser. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rightfully, now though, you were, loser. You, were, you were incredible. Thanks. <laughs> but, I mean, because you're flying in a few days' time Friday, for the Com Games. I'm leaving, yes. So, yeah. massive, massive week. I can't, I can't fill in next week, guys. I no, apologize. no. So, You've yeah. got more important things yeah. on. But we'll give that to we you. We appreciate the heck of you out of you joining us today. Yeah. Meanwhile, have you noticed the, the attire today for Brick Taylor? Um, it's looking a little sort of Duke's Hazard, Daisy Duke sort of. <laughs> hey there, girl. <laughs> That's what it's looking. It's looking a little Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Leachy, you are the setup king, aren't you? I didn't know. I was going. Where are you going with this? I, like I'm not in this road yet. Yeah. Well, you know, just try. I never just thought I'd hear Dukes of Hazard on this station. <laughs> Neither did I, to be honest. Pedal to the metal, and it's lights out, and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. It's time to chat motorsport with our good friend Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage Podcast, which of course you can get on the Listener app. Good morning, Rusty. Brick, guys, good morning. Now, anyone who got the back end of last year's Formula One season may remember this little moment. No, Mikey, no, no, Mikey, that was so not right. No, Mikey! I wish Zave was here because he does the impersonation <laughs> yeah. better than anyone. No, Michael, no. That was Mercedes boss Toto Wolf complaining to Michael Massey, the former umpire of F1. Now, he got sacked off the back of that. Michael Massey spoken for the first time. And he has handled this whole period with absolute class. Mm. So he's decided to move back to Australia. He's not a part of the international governing body, the FIA, any longer. He thanked uh, all the key people um, for you know his time with that organisation. This, in my opinion, is their loss. Now, what you just replayed there a moment ago is a very, very high-stakes scenario in sport. Um, but when things you know don't go perfectly for for umpires or or uh, referees, um, if they've still got something very good to offer the sport, I think you have a behind you know closed doors conversation. You figure out a way to put your arm around them and support them, um, and keep them included in the game. And and I think sadly that didn't happen or it didn't happen well enough. This bloke has an enormous amount to offer. He's been subjected to some terrible things on social media uh, in the wake of this. And I just hope that in moving back to Australia, he can go on to do something good in our in our motorsports scene. Because I think in that that 
that rule player, that administrative kind of role, and particularly from a safety point of view, he's got an incredible amount to offer. Yeah, fair to say he got thrown under the bus. That's no uh, mm. doubt there. Now, our man Dan Ricardo is taking to social media to shut down rumours of his future at McLaren and F1 in general. And there's been a little bit of talk that the contract that Dan had said that he calls the shots on whether he leaves or stays. Uh, but uh, important that Dan Ricardo came out and said, no, nah, I'm sticking around. I was a little kind of surprised at this because the rumours have been circulating for a little while and, and uh, exacerbated by different things. But the fact that he's thought to, you know, to shut it down, I think is a great move, shall we say, first of all. And he's done it on social media with a couple of key quotes. It, it probably was triggered by the fact that during the week, um, McLaren signed an IndyCar driver from a rival team over there, but it wasn't clear from the release, and there's a bit of a haggle about his release from the old team, about where this driver would sit within the McLaren family. So naturally, everyone starts going, well, what impact does that potentially have for Dan and so on? So um, he says he's not going anywhere. We know in recent time that Zach Brown says that, that um, he's got, you know, Dan's got his full support. Car hasn't been perfect, but we're seeing a few glimpses here, guys, um, even when he's had off weekends, last last time out, he, he, he was closer to his teammate Lando Norris. So if he can keep doing that, and both guys are sort of on a on a bit more of a level playing field in that regard, I think some of those rumours will just uh, just fade away. But committed to 2023, and that's the main thing. You do not lose your talent overnight, in my opinion. Well, hopefully it turns it all around, Russ. But now, finally, there's been some tension between the two top teams and drivers off the back of the supercars round in Townsville last week. Yeah, and in some ways you kind of think, uh, you know, just putting your sport lover cap on, um, can we have a bit more of this, please? Mm. So uh, effectively, two heavyweight teams, Shane Van Gisbergen, who's doing an incredible job in that mm. series at the moment, and young Anton Di Pasquale, who drives for the Dick Johnson Racing Squad in the Mustang. Anton decided to have a lunge at Shane going into the final corner in Townsville. Probably a bit mm. brave, turned Shane around. Um, and Anton thought to redress it before they got to the finish line. He obviously didn't think it was right or fair. Shane was having none of it. Now, Van Gisbergen won't like uh, the thought of being turned around. But you know what? I reckon over a quiet little lemonade, guys, he will respect the fact that Anton had a go. And it's the fans that win in that regard. We want to mm. see a bit more action like that. Yeah, nothing wrong with a bit of Biffo, just like we saw in State of Origin during the week. Or I'd a say. quiet lemonade. Brick Taylor's all over a very quiet lemonade, I'll say that. Uh, the listener app to get Rusty's Garage podcast. It is a sensational listen. Go have a listen to that if you're into your motorsport. Greg Rust, as always, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk again next week. Have a lovely weekend, guys. Thank you. The checkered flag's out for Rusty's motorsport update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Huge night coming up tonight at Optus Stadium. Fremantle taking on the Sydney Swans. Now, how about this for a record? Why don't you? 325 games at the Swans. Premiership captain 2012. Captain for six seasons, All-Australian, two-time Bob Skilton medalist. I mean, it's only Jared McVeigh who's assistant at the Sydney Swans. Hello, Jared. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's... How good does that sound when he reads off the CV like that? <laughs> uh, a bit embarrassing, but, no. um, yeah. They're it's, the, um, they're it's the sort of things you just got to just accept and just be like, I am a king when I was playing football. <laughs> I was pretty darn impressive. And now you're trying to instill that on this uh, new, real good crop of Sydney talent that you've got. Yeah, look, it's great to um, to see those guys flourish and to, you know, when they start their careers, they come into the club and then to see them um, 
you know, go about their business and, and learning the, the AFL taper, um, you know, it's really nice to see them, um, you know, go well. It is indeed, and it is a big game tonight as well because there's a lot at stake in terms of ladder positions at the moment for Frio and Sydney. How do you think your boys are positioned to take on Frio Dockers over here? Yeah, look, they're obviously in great form and had a fantastic year. You know, their defence over the last few years has been um, fantastic and then they've had a bit of flair as well now. So we've um, yeah, got a huge task ahead of us tonight, but we can't wait to to rock into a full house, hopefully, and, and hopefully keep it silent. But, um, you know, our boys have trained well, um, you know, all week. And then, um, you know, coming off a good performance against the Dogs, we want to really replicate that again this week. Well, look, Joe, there's plenty of talk around, buddy, and we're not going to really touch on that. But seemingly, the cream always rises to the top. What we, was that word? I apologise. I just <laughs> lost that right there. But... <laughs> I anticipate a huge game from Buddy. I mean, this could uh, catapult you guys up to a fourth. Or is that what you're sort of seeing in the prep uh, leading up to this week? Um, no, look, he's you know obviously an experienced professional and and has played. Um, he plays well basically all the time. So there's nothing you know. I haven't seen too much different from him this week. He he's committed to to our cause and what we want to do. And um, you know when he plays his team role and he's selfless like he always is. Um, we seem to play really well. So. Um, I'm sure he'll be looking for a big performance coming back over to the West. Forget the contract talk. He's only two goals away from equaling Gary Ablett in fifth yes. place on the all-time VFL, oh. AFL goal kickers list. Is there much awareness within the group of a milestone like that where it's, come on, let's just get it to bud? Um, oh, maybe oh, the thousands uh, were yeah. definitely in that. But no, we have, I mean, I didn't really know that till now. So um, it's not spoken about at all. And um, But I'm sure... Um, you know, if we can, if he kicks more than two, you know, we're a good chance for uh, to win tonight, and that's the most important part. The blood's culture can't get away from the, and obviously you're a fabric of that, and, and a testament of how incredible you really are. Obviously, it was a while back, and you had your ten year reunion sort of special. How do you touch on that now, um, so that you know it goes long standing? Um, oh, look, our leadership group is probably. Um, uh, they drive the behaviours and they have a, you know, at the start of every year they have their own buy-in for the new group and, and what they want to stand for. But there's obviously, um, you know, they respect who came before them and, and what's to come and their legacy. And, um, you know, they all buy into it and, and they deliver that to the group now and they drive the behaviours, they drive the culture and, um, you know, they're setting their own standard, you know, which is fantastic. But it's great to see that, um, you know, it still is living on from when we started, um, you know, just, to, to do a few different things in 2003 and then it's still going strong now and it's great to see those players um, you know, grabbing hold of it and then and then showing their own legacy and what they want to achieve as a group as well. Mm. Uh, an incredible uh, playing family, of course, with your brother Mark and now he's uh, looking after the GWS Giants at the moment. You're, you've got the reins in, well, you've sort of got the reins, you're just behind the reins uh, in Sydney and maybe one day just knocking on the door of hoping to Fingers be crossed. a, uh, I'd like to see yeah, Jared be a coach one day. Aspirations, we hope to be a head coach one day. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's something that you look at. I mean, I'm only into my third year as a coach now, so obviously very inexperienced and young in that regard, but obviously learning so much. You know, we've got Don Pike and obviously Horse, who mm. are you know, experienced guys who have been in the game for so long, and, you know, Coxie and Ben Matthews, who I really look up to as well. So it's great to keep learning off those guys. And, um, and then speaking of my brother, who's at the Giants, so it's, um, it's something that I'm, I'm definitely looking at, but at this stage, you know, just trying to, to get as much experience as I can and, and start learning a lot more. 
What is that sibling rivalry like? You'll take on GWS in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, is there a little bit of back and forth in the lead-up? Um, yeah, always, always. It was, um, you know, when he played at Essendon and we played each other, it was always a bit of um, to and fro. But there's obviously, you know, we spent so much time with the Giants last year and the year before in the hub, so we mm. kind of flew to games together. So everyone's become um, a bit closer than normal. But um, hopefully that rivalry is uh, still strong and... Um, yeah, we'll definitely be, uh, be out to, to beat them well and truly. Who do the family support in that <laughs> situation? Oh, no. Well, we, well it used to be no injuries, so I'm not sure what it is now. Um, <laughs> I think they have, oh, they'll probably go for Mark so he can get the head coach role. Oh, I like that. That's good. Now, Tom Hickey comes back into the lineup tonight. Um, we know that the, the midfield is, has been very strong this season for the Fremantle Dockers, and in particular, Sean Darcy. Um, very good rate of hit-outs to advantages. Uh, Tom Hickey coming back, big help for you guys. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, Peter Laddams unfortunately broke his uh, thumb last week mm. and has been in super form. So, and 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 we know what Darcy and Lob, you know, that tandem can do. So he's up for you know it's going to be a big night for him. And um, you know, Sam Reed, uh, Sam Reed's actually done a really good job in the ruck himself mm. as our backup. So um, yeah, look, it, it, you know, it's always one in the midfield. You know, whoever's um, contested game, whoever transitions and spreads from the contest, will always. Um, you know, determine who wins the game. So, you know, we're really good at that last week that we come up against a, a bigger and better team this week that we're going to have to, um, you know, get hold of. I'm always worried with a player like a Tom Hickey who's now at his fourth club that he forgets which team he actually plays for sometimes. <laughs> I understand you're wearing the jumper, but sometimes surely you'd get confused now. Which team am I actually playing for? But thankfully, you know, he's, he's going to go well for you tonight. Uh, 5.30 bounce down at Optus Stadium. It is going to be a monster game. If you haven't got tickets for it yet, get some because it is going to be a big game. A buddy on show here at Optus mm. Stadium is always an absolute uh, show point as well, Frio and Sydney. Jared McVay from the Sydney Swans, always a delight to chat. Thank you very much for joining us on Dead Set Legends. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. This is Brit's Best. Brit Taylor. Yes, Daniel Leach. I was out at dinner on Sunday night with uh, a friend I hadn't seen for about a decade. Used to mm. work with uh, with down down south and regionally. And they're not happy and with me. And said, oh, you know, work with Britt Taylor. <laughs> oh, that's it, ladies and Britt Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell her to get her tips right? Ooh. I'm like, well, that's a bit harsh. But then again, I have looked back and we've had a few runabouts. But you did... Lead us on to Lactar Ramelly yes. to win the Jockey Champion. Oh, the Jockey Challenge, Challenge last week. Four dollars. He did indeed. Actually, it was Lockie that. He did. Let us on to that. He did. Okay, just check. So he's made two appearances in two weeks and provided more valuable <laughs> contributions to the show. <laughs> I didn't want to press on that. Now, generally, Zave and Mickey would have a bet. Yeah. Um, they're not here. However. Surprise, surprise! Our WhatsApp group has gone gangbusters the last twenty minutes from Xavier Ellis. Quote. My bet is $50 the place. Sham I am. Melbourne race six, number three. Fixed, please. Thank you. Can we go to the message above where he uses a gift that says, me back in Lake's entrance after four years, the king has returned. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. Time difference is an incredible thing because what is it, 11.30, so you know he's about 84 beers deep. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> Responsibly, of course. Yeah. Now, so uh, he's going to the races. He's already picked out his bet. Okay. Because you've given me a little bit of a rousing here. I'm going no. to switch tack. Now, it, I'm worried about you doing this because obviously... I'm not. You, I just saw something. You're touching gold. So, so 
Fremantle in Sydney tonight. Yeah. We just had a chat to Jared McVay. I'm looking at the tab touch market. Fremantle to win by 39 points or less. Yeah. $2.06. Mm, it's yeah. weird. Just double your money. I reckon they're going to change that as soon as they hear this. That won't like, blow yeah. out, will it? Nah. Well, you and it's gonna, gonna, and I reckon we go Buddy rainy? to kick the two. Like He'll definitely kick at least two. He'll, he'll match that record. And right. Keep on going. So okay. Put those in. It's a multi in. Okay, so is that a multi or is it like half bets or what? No, we'll try and multi it. Okay, you try and multi that. So, you... Buddy, two plus. Yep. And Fremantle, one to 39. Yeah. Into okay. Aztec you know, Warrior. Do you know what? Race, oh. race one. Oh. We go Aztec Ruler. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Not washed. In race one at Belmont. Oh, cheapest. It's yeah, got a little I bit like short it. now, I think. <laughs> Playing dollar nine, you just look. Yeah. Maybe we could use our super pick. Yeah. We'll get it up a bit. <laughs> okay. Yes. But what are we do we doing? Do you know what Zave that? would say? What would Zave say? We would put in yeah. and we would take out. <laughs> that was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Oh, just seeing on the screen behind us, Cam Smith. What a moustache and a mullet. The mullet the is sensational. It's playing fast there. <laughs> <laughs> If you missed it earlier this morning, uh, Britt Taylor was asking for some information about the golf, the Open Championship. And who did you ask? My brother. Uh, your brother came through with some goods as well. If you missed a little bit of it, I'm just trying to rack it up now. Just the, just the intro again from your brother. <laughs> I, said, I just needed a summation of what had happened in the Open No, overnight. I've lost it, actually. I haven't got it. But he came on with an American It'll accent. It'll be on the podcast. It will be. Exactly. I've given that two plugs this morning. He was sensational. It's only because I want people to know I won Game of Games. <laughs> <laughs> podcast available after the show. Listen. Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Meanwhile, we mentioned this a little earlier. Liam Gallagher is returning to Australia. He's playing HBF Stadium Saturday, July 30. Tickets on sale now, ticketech.com. It's two weeks away. And we just happen to have a double pass to go see Liam Gallagher at HBF Stadium. Um, he's going to be doing the Splendour in the Grass sideshow across Sydney. Uh, he's got a new album out called Come On You Know. We played his new single a little while back, Everything Electric. Mm, Sounds really, it. really good. It does. Yeah, I, one triple three five three. Caller number, Greg, come on, caller number oh, what? Four. Caller number four. That's my number. Uh, one triple three five three to win a double pass to go see Liam Gallagher HBF Stadium. Now, I want to take you back to 1998 because Liam Gallagher might have had a, a bit of an incident on a flight from Perth to Hong Kong. Or it's Hong Kong to Perth, but it was a Cafe Pacific flight. And they got very, very rowdy. And when I say very rowdy, they got kicked off. It's unlikely. And now this is very <laughs> unlikely. But now everyone knows Jeff Parry. Mm. Seven yes. years. Yes, yes. A splendid beard. In very the last good year. beard at the moment, yeah. isn't it? I like yours, Leachy. Oh, no, this has got a lot of work to do. Don't worry about that. Um, he had a chat with Liam Gallagher on Rottnest Island where they were being kept sort of away from people. Planes go right. Until you give guarantees of some adult behaviour. I don't give a flying f*** about coming to because I'll tell you, kids, I'd rather walk. But I ain't meet that captain again with his top off and on the plane. See that? I've got Satomi and I'll stab him. <laughs> That is excessive. That is very excessive, isn't it? Wow. I tried it. Yeah, I'd rather walk, hate to break it to you. You can't walk across water. Yeah, exactly. That's gold, though. Like, Jeff Parry would have been like, yes. Rubbing yeah, his hands TV together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Caller four's through. It's Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi, guys. How are you going? Good. Where are you calling from? Splendid. Uh, Palmyra. In Palmyra. Bit cloudy this morning, but everything's okay with you. How's life? Yeah, life's pretty good. Just good. went down to the beach. All good. The beach. Cold nice cold swim. Yeah, Saturday morning ritual. Ah, oh, love that. You're not there like one of these sort of icebergs people, are you, or anything like the that? The cold beach, no. is it? No. Okay. No. 
Right. But it's just Saturday morning. Every every Saturday morning, you're like, got to find a beach, got to find the water. I like Emily's energy. So oh, I feel like there I'm is something so to be said for yeah. going to the beach in the morning that makes yep. people happy. Yeah, well, double pass to go so Liam Gallagher's all yours. Thank you so much, guys. No problems. Happening in a couple of weeks' time, you're going to have an absolute stonking time. Just don't a what? act. A stonking time. What is that? <laughs> Great time. Do you know what that means, Emily? Stonking. Um, no, but I can't <laughs> wait. And I'll report back. Yay, please there we do. go. Okay, I'll just I'll just take my English <laughs> language somewhere else. Yeah, though. please do. Motors operandi. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> this is what happens. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Save a nicker away. Randa. Sounds like a plant. Get more good podcasts on the listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.